Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How annoying is Jim? Like, seriously, Jim just caused me so much grief and heartache. I hate Jim. Put, put I hate Jim in the chat for me, please. Man, he's annoying. We're back. Sorry about that. Blame Jim. He's an idiot. Um, all right. <laughs> Who had supers in? I know Alex has super. Alex, can you? I, I don't know. What did Alex have? I don't even know if Alex is here. Um, but I really apologize to Alex and anyone else that supers because Jim screwed that up. So my bad. People are saying it was funny. Uh, maybe it was. <laughs> uh, Miles says he loves him. Jim, like, it's a vibe, man. It is. Drunk, drunk Jim is a vibe. I have no idea what we're even talking about. Um, I really don't. He completely ruined my train of thought. I someone someone tell Alex if you if you guys if anyone follows Alex on Twitter, Alex is pretty active on Twitter. Get Alex back in here and let me know what he asked in the super. I want to get to that. Um, thank you guys for the supers. Um, appreciate that. Thank you for support of the channel. Uh, again, it's the wrap up show with John and Jim. Padres win nine nothing. This is part two. <laughs> this is part two. This is gonna be weird on the internet, uh, but this is part two. I really do. I really do. I need to kill him one day on the radio. I just need to kill him in general. I really do. Oh, Alex, thank you. Thank you. I feel really bad, dude, because Jim, like, screwed it up, and you had a super. So comment again. Don't do a super. Just comment. I'll get right to it with whatever your super was. Um, but thanks, guys. And if I missed another super, please let me know, and I'll get to it. Um, <laughs> you know Jim. I mean, imagine. I work with this guy every single day, right? I got, You guys watch this every single day. Um <laughs> Matthew, thank you for the super. Uh, let's get back into the chat. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel and support me not wanting to punch Jim in the face. Do we have an update here, by the way, on uh, Mike Clevenger? I see some of you guys talking about it in the chat. Um, so Matt says Jim was as entertaining as someone who's been at Bub's too long and a beer and a shot special night. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, you got to think about this. I'm going to excuse Jim for a moment. Warriors are down two games to one. They have this epic final five minutes and win. Uh, he's going on some date. All the guy does is go on dates. Um, <laughs> it's like blow up his spot. Uh, it's Friday night. Um, you know, I'm more dedicated than he is to this show and that's fine. That's fine. I think he would agree with that. I think most of you would as well. I kid, but I'm half serious and beyond that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, Jim, it'll be, he'll be back Sunday. He'll be back Sunday. All right. What's the deal with Clevenger? What's the deal with Clevenger guys? Um, let me go to. Let me go to Twitter. So he's a scratch. That's a concern, man. If he's a scratch, that's a big concern. Um, my Twitter is being slow. So who, who's got something official? Is this official? I don't want to talk about something that's not accurate. Kevin saying uh, Clevenger scratch for tomorrow. Um, okay. So I see multiple people talking about that. I, I mean, that's a concern. I mean, it's a real concern because this has happened a couple times now this year. Um, if anything, the only reason it's not overly concerning for me is because he's going to be on a strict innings limit this year. 
But like he's got to find some rhythm here. He was supposed to play, or excuse me, pitch game one. Mackenzie Gore was supposed to pitch game two. That becomes problematic now. Two games in one day. You can get the 27th man for double headers. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they elect to do. There has not been really any bullpen day all year for the Padres. Um, do they call up a starter from AAA? Um, could it be like a Reese Kinnear or Ryan Weathers or someone else? I don't know. I mean, on this late notice, and maybe they had a plan going into this, but on this late notice, I'm sure they had a plan going in. There's no way they just scratched him, you know, 12 hours before the start. I'm sure they've known for at least 24 or 36 hours he's not going to pitch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's a little bit of a concern. Um, but, again, you've been using six, and you were fully rested for Clevenger, and you were fully rested for Gore to pitch on Saturday. So I don't know what it's going to mean for the rotation. Um, so I really don't No, Now, hold on, Cliff was Morhone supposed to piggyback over the course of the Clevenger start. Was it going to be Clevenger? Okay. So Morhone threw those two innings. I don't know if he's built up to be a piggyback though. Like I'd be surprised if Morhone went more than two innings. Remember he went two innings, but threw just 18 pitches. So typically two innings, you're going to throw 30 pitches at least. Um, so yeah, I'm with you, Cliff. I see you saying, well, like two innings. So I do see that. I do say that. Hold on. Let me get back to Alex. Um, where's my buddy, Alex? I'm going back. Okay. Let me get back to Alex. Let me, we'll get into Clevenger. We'll get into Clevenger. I'm concerned. I I am concerned. I mean, again, we've talked about the importance. If this rotation stays healthy, it's going to be hard to derail the Padres. If the rotation doesn't stay healthy, well, we saw what happened last year, you know? So let me pull this up here from Alex, who said, uh, Joe has a 1-5, Gore's a 1-5, Manaya, you, Clevenger. Now we know about Clevenger. Uh, Snell, we don't know. Martinez in the low fours, not to be a biased Padres fan, but best rotation in baseball. You know, I think it is right there, Alex. I really do. Um, the Clevenger thing, I was so high on Clevenger. I think there's a lot of upside there, and I just don't know what's going on with him. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I haven't seen the reports of the reason for the scratch. Um, you know, he's had the knee. He's had uh, more than that too, right? So I can't keep up to I can't keep up to date with the issues that Clevenger has had here this year. It's a it's a big concern, and you just hate that. You know they acquire him, and it was you know a widely popular move, and he was you know only healthy briefly at the end of 2020. Then you lose 2021, and now you're like going to lose half of 2022. I mean, how many innings has he thrown this year? 25 or 30 innings, and it's the middle of June, and he's a scratch. So hopefully it's short-term, not long-term. And the truth is he's not going to throw, you know, 100-plus innings either way probably this year or many, many innings more than 100. But um, it's definitely a concern. In regards to the rotation, yes, Gore, um, obviously Musgrove, Manaya, Darvish, just right there. I mean, that front four, that front four is, is legitimate. And, and by the way, Blake Snell will see. I mean, I know it hasn't been great. I know it hasn't been great, but – um it's a long year and he was good in the second half before he got hurt you know he was he was um yeah like something like this i mean is it a scratch because of you know i don't know if if you guys have something on the reason he was scratched please let me know um the reason he was scratched because i can't be on twitter and in this chat and trying to do the show at the same time um that's a little bit of an impossibility for me so who was supposed to go on sunday um was it Snell, or is that Snell then being moved up? Oh, is that my dog? I think it was my dog. He just like, <laughs> there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Hot Talent Lava, yes. I'm just kidding, Jim. I love you. 
kind of. Um, okay, so it's going to be Snell Sunday, it looks like. And, um, you know, I've never loved doubleheader days in general. I think it's tough to beat someone twice in one day. And uh, tomorrow became more challenging. And the rest of the series became more challenging. And, you know, Zaraki's team is not playing good baseball at all. They started the season red hot for the first 20 games. They've been bad since. But this kind of opens the door a little bit on this series. After game one, you felt pretty good about taking three or four. And that's still very much realistic. But it's, it's not as easy, you wouldn't think, if you don't have Mike Clevenger available to you. Um, okay, so Kevin Acey reporting that it'll be Nick Martinez and Mackenzie Gore and then Snell Sunday. So I apologize, guys. I'm a couple minutes behind on this stuff. Um, okay. So you still feel pretty good. You still feel pretty good there. So yeah, you moved Clevenger out of it, but this is, um, this is the benefit of having seven starters. So even when you uh, get shorthanded, you're not shorthanded. You're actually heavy one. Um, so if you go Martinez and Gore, um, you know, you like to think maybe both of those pitchers can go five plus. I mean, Gore's been that pitcher. Martinez has been yo-yoed a little bit between the bullpen and the rotation, but you know, if he gives you four or five innings and Gore gives you five plus, you'll be fine, especially with the extra man for a, a doubleheader and then Snell Sunday. We'll see. I mean, they're going to need some length out of Snell at some point. They're going to need five plus innings out of Blake Snell. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's encouraging. I mean, Martinez, Gore and Snell over the next three, three games, hopefully you win two of those. And then you've had yourself a great, a great series. And then you, you just hope Mike Clevenger can get healthy. You really do. You hope Mike Clevenger can get healthy. All right. We're back with you here on the wrap up show. Thanks for hanging out guys. Again, if you are just making your way into the chat, please subscribe. Uh, please hit the notification bell. Please make sure to smash the like button for us. And please make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. I don't know if Jim's coming back. You guys can tweet him. I, after what happened earlier, there's no chance he's coming back because he, he closed the entire chat. He ended the first live stream. He screwed up all of our post-game live streams now. I'm so mad, but I'm good now. I'm good. I'm good. Um, okay, I do want to welcome our brand new partner. As you know, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance is the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. But we have a brand new sponsor with us here tonight. And I'm trying to pull up this information right now. And it is my buddy Omar Sanchez. So Omar Sanchez is the newest partner on the wrap-up show. And here's what I want you guys to do. If you are with us tonight, and first of all, Maybe just a, a wave to Omar with an emoji in the chat. Wave to Omar, our newest sponsor. He's at Edge Home Finance, and he's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage. Simple as that. If you're a Padres fan, he can help you. Here's what I want you to do, because Omar is available 24 hours a day. I want to flood his phone right now with Omar, what's up? Or go Padres, Omar. Okay, here's the number, and I'm going to put it in the chat. I'm going to put his number in the chat, and make sure to also take a photo of that QR code for me. Take a photo of that QR code. That'll get you to a site. There's also a link down below. Hit up Omar right now. Um, here's his number. That's Omar's number. Can you text Omar for me? 619-387-7798. Be like, yo, Omar, thanks for your support of the wrap-up show. Yo, Omar, Omar, what's going on? Uh, let's flood Omar's phone right now. Uh, again, the newest partner here on the wrap-up show. Um He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. Whether you're buying your dream home or you're looking to save money, interest on your debts, Omar can help you. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, call or text Omar. You're going to get a free consultation. Omar's a San Diegan. He is a huge Padres fan, and he is here to help our viewers save money. As simple as that. Omar can help you save money on your mortgage. So again, the, this is his site. There's a link down below. You can get to his site through the QR code. Hit him up, though. Text him if you wouldn't mind. Flood his phone. 
Show them how many people watch this either live or on replay. 619-387-7798. If you have any mortgage needs, please consider Omar Sanchez. Again, Omar, our newest sponsor at Edge Home Finance. And Omar, thank you for your support of the wrap-up show. All right, Jim is now texting me, should he come back into the chat? And I just texted back no, but I'm going to let him come back in. I'll give him a second chance. Okay, I'm texting him right now. Let's see if he makes his way in and doesn't ruin it. If he if he deletes this thing again or ends it, then we're just going to like, it's the wrap-up show with John, if that happens. It's the wrap-up show with John. Um, so we'll see if uh, Jim makes his way in. We'll see if Jim makes his way in. Thank you guys, by the way, for the supers. Uh, thank you guys for your support of the channel. Uh, thank you guys for the support of the uh, our partners, Mark Nimitz, Aura. We'll tell you about Aura coming up in a little bit. Again, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. You see that QR code on the screen. Please snap a picture of that. Please get in contact with Omar. Send him a text here tonight. He would greatly appreciate it. And we appreciate uh, his support of the channel. So we'll see if Jim shows up or not. There's a lot going on. Padres win 9-0. Um, this is true. This is true. This is true, Hot Talent Lava. That's, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. And I'm not denying this either. You get more views with Drunk Jim. Uh, I am not denying that at all. I'm really not. All right. So back to this game for a moment, if we can. So you guys might have seen this on Twitter. Musgrove won five ERA, second lowest ever by a Padres pitcher through 11 starts. Look, that's crazy. The lowest ever, 147, was Jake Peavy when he won the Cy Young in 2007. That's how good Musgrove has been. He has allowed one run in his last four starts, 27 innings. So that's how good he has been. And now, of course, we need to see him long-term in a Padres uniform. So that's how good Musgrove has been. In addition to that, we had talked about repeatedly. How many times did you hear Jim say this team can't score at home? It's a different team at home as opposed to on the road. Well, all of a sudden, they've woken up. And when you get the larger sample size of 80 home games and 80 road games, it's funny how things have a way of working themselves out. And that is what's happened here over the last three games. 29 runs for the Padres over the last three games. They beat a good pitcher today in Chad Cool who was a little bit of uh, erratic with his command. Uh, they beat a Mets team back-to-back days and scored 20 runs in the last two games of that series. So 29 runs for this offense in the last three games, and all of a sudden the Padres' offense at home is improving. And the Padres' offense overall has played like one of the better offenses in baseball for a short period of time over the last couple of days. We'll see if they can keep that going for an extended period of time. Now, there's a lot more news, again, to report on as well today. And one of the things that was very surprising, I was I was shocked by this, is that the Padres have re-signed Robinson Cano to a minor league deal. I was surprised that Cano would want to accept a minor league assignment, but it sounds like he wants to get some regular ABs. And if that's the case, and he can get that back going a little bit, and typically guys in the PCL, especially with some of those hitter parks, I mean, you look at some of the OPSs in the in the PCL as opposed to when they get called up to the major leagues. And you can get your back going a little bit in the PCL. I'd like to see Robinson Cano get, you know, 60, 70, 80 plate appearances here in the coming weeks and see if he can retain some of his form offensively. And then if he can, is there a role for him on this team in the big leagues at some point down the stretch? There could be. You know, rosters will expand later in the year. Uh, you never know about the health of your team. Um you know, right now they're carrying Sergio Alcantara. Obviously, Tatis will be back hopefully sooner rather than later. But um, it surprised me a little bit that Cano was re-signed. And actually, it surprised me a little bit that he would accept an assignment 
you know, to AAA. A guy with better part of 20 years of big league service that has a borderline Hall of Fame career. It would be a Hall of Fame career if not for the PED stuff. So Cano stays in the organization. You know, they loved him in the clubhouse. I think he got along very well. I think he liked the organization in a short time here. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And I'd Kevin AC today say the same thing. He would not be surprised if Robinson Cano got some time in the big leagues. Again, assuming he's able to contribute and have success um, down at AAA with El Paso. So you got the Cano news. Obviously, we have this Clevenger news. You have Robert Suarez, who had arthroscopic knee surgery. And you hear that. And you're like, well, that's going to be a pretty significant amount of time, right? But Kevin AC today saying, well, it's a couple of weeks. But it's a couple of weeks without throwing. And then you probably rebuild up to throw for a couple of weeks. So maybe he's out for a month, maybe a little more. But it's not the end of the world to lose him for four or five weeks as opposed to potentially more than that. And he was pitching very well for this team by and large after opening day with the sub two ERA. So hopefully Suarez sooner rather than later. Can they survive not having Suarez? I think they can as they add Morahone, as they could be adding others to this bullpen in the coming weeks as well. Um, but again, the news on Suarez, he is at at least, you would have to assume for at least three weeks after arthroscopic knee surgery. I'd be very surprised if it was less than that. Uh, you have the Will Myers situation that we touched on during part one of the wrap-up show here tonight before Jim ended the chat. And, you know, Will Myers is going to be out because he's on the I.L., Will Myers is trying to rehab his knee as opposed to have some type of arthroscopic procedure like Robert Warren's just had. We'll see if that proves to be the right decision or not. I'm assuming the rehab route could get him back on field sooner as opposed to taking care of it via the surgical route, but I really don't know that. But, um, you know, it's June 10th, and Will Myers has hit just one home run for this team. The outfield production hasn't been what we were hoping for, although it has been the last couple of days. You know, with Profar and Mazzara and Grisham's bat being better over the last seven or ten days. So, you know, we'll see if the outfield is capable of improving. We'll see if Will Myers is capable of helping this outfield in the second half of the year. And we're not going to really see him before the second half of the year because the second half is just about 20 games away. All right, let's get back to these Supers. Alex, thank you for the Supers. If you guys are looking for a great way to support this channel, we we do appreciate the Super Chats. You can hit that dollar sign down below. And again, if you're here, please subscribe. You're on content. For Padres fans, I want to tell you for Padres fans, I want to tell you about this cap giveaway coming up in a moment as well. This is the last day to enter the cap giveaway. We will have a winner announced during the Sunday edition of the wrap-up show. I love how Jim says. So Jim tells me, by the way, uh, you want me to enter the chat, and I say no, then I say LOL, yeah. So I'll give you a second chance, and then am I? Am I? Am I? Um, okay, Alex, thank you again for the super. Who says uh, I know home runs are sexy, but to have three guys with thirty plus RBIs, I'd rather have that than a bunch of home run hitters. That shows this time gets timely hits. Um, yeah, I mean, how about Cronenworth? I mean, I barely even mentioned him today. Cronenworth now in his last six games has 17 RBIs, which is among the highest totals in the history of the franchise over a six-game stretch. It was already among the highest over a five-game stretch when he had 14. He's had 17 RBIs, 17 over his last six games. I think he's one off the team lead behind Manny Machado. Right. And everyone was concerned. First two months, he was slow. What's wrong with Jake Cronenworth? How many times did you hear that? What's wrong with Jake Cronenworth? Well, right now, nothing. I mean, everything's right with Jake Cronenworth. Uh, producing, driving and runs, exit velocity, launch angle. He's driving the ball. He's got that sweet swing. Um, yeah, it's interesting, Alex. I mean, I think it's a, an interesting way to look at it. And I don't disagree with that. I really don't. I mean, it's nice to have both. You know, it's nice to have home run hitters. Um, and guys that are able to produce runs even without the home run, right? Just clutch hitters, especially with men on base or men on base and two outs. I think they could definitely use some more power in this lineup, but they're going to get it with Tatis. They'll absolutely get more 
power in this lineup. And, you know, maybe some of these other players pick it up. You know, now that we're into June, you know, Voight has played better. Uh, he's obviously a power hitter. And some of these guys are capable of hitting better than they have. We've talked about it, whether it's Austin Nola or Trent Grisham. Uh, Mazar's got power. You know, maybe you give him you give him 100 plate appearances, he's going to run into balls, right? I mean, that's what he's done throughout the course of his career. So maybe they don't need as much power as we have sometimes led on to believe that they do. And especially with the return of Tatis, hopefully sooner rather than later. So I think that I think it's a good point. I really do. Um, let's see what else is going on here tonight in the chat. Um, okay, so Marco, yes, thank you for saying sick caps. This is from Parks and Normal, and this is our cap giveaway that's going on right now. In fact, the last day to enter the cap giveaway is tonight. So if you're watching this on replay and it's past midnight, the cap giveaway is closed. I will put a link right now in the chat, and it's so simple. It's so simple to enter this right now, uh, and the way to do it. As I pull it up, let's see, where is this? All right, all you got to do is uh, go to the site, and all you got to do is type in your name and email and hit enter, and you have entered to win this giveaway, a Parks and Normal San Diego 80s legacy cap, the cap I'm wearing right now with the chicken, 84 World Series logo, Jerry Coleman's on the back, Tony Gwynn's on the back. This is an unbelievable cap. It's a great company. When you click on this link, you can get to Parks and Normal's website as well. So you get the giveaway, excuse me, you get the entry just by putting in your name and email. But then you can get additional entries if you subscribe to the wrap-up show. By the way, if you already subscribe, you can still click that button. You'll get the two additional entries. You can subscribe to our newsletter and get two additional entries. You can get an additional entry for going to Parks and Normal's website by clicking on this link. You can get an additional entry for following us on Instagram and TikTok or visiting our podcast page or following us on Spotify. So you can get the free entry just by putting in your name and email, but you get additional entries by, again, subscribing or following or visiting websites. So this is the last day to do it. You have an hour to do it. Hopefully you can enter. Someone's going to win. Is my wife now home? Craziest night of the YouTube wrap-up show ever. As uh, Kristen's now back, I believe, from uh, from Petco Park. Hold on. Let me let me let her in. Uh, I think she's, she's entering. <laughs> Chris. Welcome to the wrap-up show. Padres fans. <laughs> That's Kristen. I was just at the game. Yes, you were. Would you like to break it down with our viewers? I was rooting for Jake the Rake. <laughs> I won't tell you what I talk about Jake the Rake. All right, Kristen, go go hang out with your dog. <laughs> That's my wife. Show me your chato. Please, Chris. <laughs> Somebody was trying to sell us shirts that said that. <laughs> Oh, God. Bye, fans. It's, all right. We've already had Jim come into this chat drunk and ruin it. <laughs> so you're not going to do any damage tonight. Nice. Say hi to Kristen. Do a wave. Do a wave to Kristen. I think I messed up. No, that was a wave for the chat. How many fans do I have? <laughs> Chris, please. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm putting this link back in the chat. Omar, love you. Mark Nimitz, I drink your coffee out of my mug. <laughs> or uh, uh, shout out <laughs> <laughs> I hear, hear <laughs> love you alright bye Chris oh man alright back to the supers back to the supers can you set up Sully's crate by the way Chris <laughs> can you set up Sully's crate in our room 
All right. I uh, know it's inside. I brought it in. All right, Matthew, thank you for the super. What is going on tonight, by the way? What is going on? Uh, can we trust strength of schedule rankings? Padres went from 12th hardest to 27th. Dodgers went from easiest to 15th based on remaining schedule. Sounds good. So we went from 12th hardest to 27th. You're saying with the remaining strength of schedule? I don't see how that's possible with the Dodgers and the Giants still looming like this. And then you're saying that the Dodgers schedule is getting tougher. Maybe because they're playing the Padres. Maybe. Um, I don't buy strength of schedule. I really don't. Because at the end of the year, it's like, it's when you play teams definitely matters. I mean, when you play teams, like the Padres getting the Mets without Alonzo and Marte, you know, that was beneficial for a day or a day and a half. Or teams catching the Padres without Tatis or someone catching, um, you know, getting the Padres but not seeing a Musgrove or Darvish through a turn in the rotation. Something like that you can benefit from. But at the end of the day, when you play the 162, it's like you played the 162. So, yeah, you can parse it and you can analyze it, but ultimately you got to play good baseball regardless of who you play. Last year they were bad against bad teams, the Padres. This year they're good against bad teams. So strength of schedule for me only goes so far. Um, in terms of the Padres' remaining schedule, I mean, you've already seen Cincinnati, you've already seen Pittsburgh, um, but you're in the stretch of 20 games against these quote-unquote bad teams or under 500 teams. Hopefully you can do some damage here, win 12, 13 times, even more. Um, but then, you know, the, the Dodgers loom June 30th, I think starts the stretch of 15 games against the Dodgers to close the season. Nine of those will be in September. You still have the Giants, I believe, 12 times as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know, Matthew. And what do you guys think? What does the chat think? I mean, is strength of schedule something that uh, will be a factor down the stretch of the season or not? I, I really don't know. And yes, Moises, everyone, everyone is, is drunk tonight. Faye, thank you. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. That is very, very kind. Yes, she is uh, the new co-host. Um, yes. Yes, Gabe. Yes. Easy. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else is going on here? Let's get to some of these supers. Just <laughs> scrolling through. <laughs> Oh, man. Estuary Ruiz, Alex. Thank you for the super. Estuary Ruiz is mashing in AAA. Um, what has he done so far in AAA? It's only been a couple of games, right? Um, I'm excited about Estuary Ruiz's future. I'll tell you that right now. I think a lot of people are. Scouts are. I think scouts love Estuary Ruiz. Yeah, I think he could be a difference maker for the Padres. I don't know when. I don't know what the plan is. But if he's in AAA right now and there's a need for him and he continues to hit like he did in AA, then he'll get a shot. He'll get a shot. Now, rosters don't expand like they used to expand. Uh, you don't go to 40, or you can't push it well beyond, you know, 28, 29, 30, like you used to be able to. I think right now September's 28, and, you know, they're playing at 26, so they can only add two to there. Maybe that's a, a third catcher and a relief pitcher. Um, so I, I don't know if Ruiz would get a shot before then or in September, but I know they're high on him. I do know that. Um, so that's encouraging. It really is. The year he's had, and they they've – Stuck with him. This has been a long process for Ruiz. Part of that Strom deal has been years. But he's developed, and he's turned into one of the better prospects right now in minor league baseball. Um, thank you, Michael. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I got a sleeping three-year-old in a bedroom in an Airbnb. I got my wife coming back from Petco Park, hanging out with us during the wrap-up show. We have drunk Jim earlier who ended the first wrap-up show of the night. Uh, I got my dog here. <laughs> Man, I, I kind of miss the good old days. We're just chilling at my place, 
got the sign behind me, doing normal shows, doing normal things. What is it? Is that the is that the dog, Chris? Oh, maybe not. I don't know what that was. Um, it might be Jim. It is a weird night. It is a weird night. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jato. Could be, could be easy in the future. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you, Matthew. Back to your super for a second. I mean, I here's the thing. I don't care who the Padres play if they're playing like this, if that makes sense. I don't care who they play if they can keep the rotation healthy and then get some of these bats going and they can get Tatis healthy because I believe in this team. I think this is a very good team. I think this team is much better than last year's team. I think it'll hold up because of the pitching, assuming some level of health. So that that's what I would say. I think if you got like an average team, then you start looking at the schedule and say, oh, when do we play these teams? Oh, are we taking advantage of matchups? Oh, are guys out? This isn't an average team. This is a, a very good team. It's one of the best teams in the National League, one of the better teams in baseball right now. So because of that, I say kind of bring it on, whether it was St. Louis, Milwaukee, New York, or some of these teams that haven't had the same seasons like uh, Colorado or the Chicago Cubs, you know? Yes, she uh, – Yes, absolutely. She is. She is a vegetarian. The reason I'm a vegetarian is because she is a vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Gil. No, Sam. No, I will not. I will not right now. Nope, not right now. <laughs> um, and that's true, too. That's true, too. It is. Yeah, are we going to add like another? I, I don't know who else could, could join. And we'll see if we get another visitor. Before the night is over. Um, yeah, listen, this is true from a wild card perspective. It was never going to be as simple as, oh, there's only six teams having good years. I mean, over 162 teams will make runs. Braves are due to make a run, obviously. They won the World Series last year. They're not mailing it in, and they play better baseball. And the Phillies you know, have spent a fortune on their roster, very similar to San Diego, where they've invested, and now a managerial change has completely turned their season around where they've won seven or eight consecutive games. So it, it was not going to be as clear-cut as, hey, there's six good teams and nine bad teams. There's going to be seven or eight teams vying for six spots or you know four or five teams vying for three wild-card spots. And that's what I would have expected. And, you know, in the end, I think the Padres will clearly be a postseason team. Um, but, yeah, there'll be competition. There's going to be seven, eight teams fighting for six spots. It's not just going to be six teams for six spots. It's easy to say, you know, Mets – the three teams in the NOS, Cardinals, Brewers, but Braves over the course of 162, Phillies over the course of 162, maybe someone else pops up at some point over the course of the year as well. I think there's at least eight teams, though, that could vie for those six playoff spots in the National League this year. Um, I do like this. I do like this. Padres will play their 60th game tomorrow after they play two. Uh, 37-23 and 23 in 2020, 36-24 in 2021. So that means in 2022, they'll be at worst 36 and 24, hopefully better than that, as good as potentially 38 and 22, right on pace um, with that very good 2020 team and with a very good 2021 team for half a year, but not for 162 games. See, that's a great stat, Ocean, uh, Oceanside Boy. That's a great stat because they weren't last year. I think they were a game under 500 against teams that were under 500 or maybe a game over 40 and 39 or 39 and 40, but that's a great stat. I mean, that's, that's a good indicator and very telling um, of how they've gotten to this point. It really is. Oh, do we have Jake in the chat? Be careful, Jake. Loyal viewer Jake by Bitcoin Daily. Driving tonight out in the Phoenix area. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake, for uh, hanging out tonight. But be safe. Please do. 
let's see as I scroll through here. You think so, Axel? Yeah, it's nice. It's it's a it's a nice spot. It's kind of like a I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of like a vintage vibe, a little old school. It's very nice. It is. It is. Um, it is a, a nice spot here. It's a bungalow. It's a bungalow. Thank you, Chris. My son calls my wife Chris now because I call her Chris, even though she's Kristen. Um, yeah, I like this, Gil. I like this, uh, the Alfonso Soriano comp. I've heard that. Who who was on the radio mentioning that? Someone with Darren Smith. And they weren't saying that he's Alfonso Soriano, but he draws like scout comparisons, you know, body-wise. Um Comparisons don't do the player any favors, but the talent is undeniable. Yeah, that's fair, Gail. That's a really good um, chat. That's a really good comment. I mean, I'm excited um, for Estuary Ruiz. I really am. Um, and I think he's got a bright future. And I don't know if that starts this year or not in the big leagues, but he's put it, clearly put it all together. I mean, he's put it all together in the minor leagues this year. He, every, everything has come together. He's toolsy. He's still young. He's got good size. Uh, he can run like the wind. Um, people believe he can hit and hit for power. So uh, there's a lot to like. With Ruiz. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Thank you, EZ. You know, I tend to believe that's better than the alternative. I think you guys probably agree, and hopefully he's all right, and hopefully it's nothing serious. Even if it is related to something like COVID-19 or something else, those have proved to be relatively short-term, you know, for most professional athletes. It hasn't typically cost players weeks and weeks. It's been more like days and days. Um, And I don't even know what the, the protocols are with players that are vaccinated or unvaccinated anymore but if it is related to covid or some other illness hopefully it's a short-term situation with clevenger where he misses you know maybe a start maybe a turn through the rotation but not more than that so that's for me at least i think that's i think that's encouraging i think that is encouraging Thank you for bringing this up, Miles. I want to get to this um, because I have some notes written down tonight and I've been toggling back and forth and trying to get to a few of them. Uh, this to me is a very clear cut, clear as day that um, that Cronenworth was hit intentionally after Profar barreled over the reliever. Um, you know, I thought Profar, I mean, he went pretty hard into whoever that was. Uh, was it Block? the reliever for the Rockies that was first on in relief of Chad cool. I think that's who it was. Um, Ty block. Yeah, that's exactly who it was. Um, you know, I mean, profile probably could have held up a little more than he did. <laughs> I think he, so he went into it pretty hard and he kind of lowered his shoulder. Um, and Profar has been involved in a couple of plays where, you know, he, he gets, you know, he gets feisty on the field. And I've got no problem with it to be honest with you, but it doesn't surprise me that the way that they, they would respond to kind of end it is to say, Hey, listen, you know, that was a little too far, bridge too far with, with running over block. And we're going to hit Cronenworth. Now it's done with. And now it's over and done with. That's how I look at it. And I think with two veteran experienced managers like Melvin and with uh, Buddy Black, I think they recognize it. I don't think the Padres retaliate in any way. I think Bob Melvin might say, you know what? That's fair. You know, maybe Profar went a little hard there into a pitcher. You know, maybe he could have gotten out of the way. Um, and if you want to retaliate by hitting someone but not hitting them up high, if getting someone on the back. So he got him on the back. Cronenworth will be fine. He wasn't headhunting. He didn't throw behind him. The benches didn't clear. Uh, the Padres, to their credit, um, didn't retaliate in any manner. I think that's what happened. And I think it was with intent. You know, Block doesn't hit anyone. He hadn't hit anyone all year. I think it was clearly with intent. And to be honest, if the opposite thing had occurred and the Padres did the same thing to the Rockies, I would have been fine with it. You know, actually, I think I would have been more than fine with it. 
um, to be honest with you. I have this T-shirt, by the way. I have that exact same T-shirt for Clevenger. But again, if it's if it's illness, you know, if it's virus related, and you know, hopefully, assuming health, um, and with these again young individuals that are professional athletes, um, you know, hopefully it's just a couple of days. You know, hopefully it's just a couple of days. Good question here, Gabe. Uh, I'm John. <laughs> Jim is Jim is uh, MIA for the night. Um, and Gabe says, who's your offensive MVP other than Machado, obviously? Well, right now it's Cronenworth. Right now it's Cronenworth. I think on the whole, you could say it's Profar. I think you could say Voight over the last month as well. And you can't say Hosmer anymore. So I think there's a few candidates that have been like in secondary roles, whether it's Cronenworth recently, Voight recently, um, Hosmer in the month of April, obviously, but they've gotten some production now out of this offense. I mean, you don't score 29 runs in three games without getting good offensive production. So, I mean, they've needed Manny and Manny homered again tonight, his 10th of the season. He gets into double figures. I mean, he has just been as good as he can be. He's four hits away from 1500 career hits, Um, but it's more than Manny right now. For a while, it was just Manny and for a while it was Manny and Hosmer, but then it was just Manny. Um, and then you're asking for guys like Cronoworth and Myers and Grisham and Nola to step up, but they got contributions tonight from everyone, whether it was Hassan Kim, who has really struggled, or Nola, who has struggled at times. I mean, look up and down that that box score, um, and they got really good production. They really did. <laughs> Not my house. Not my house. Uh, but it is nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a good spot for an Airbnb. Recommended highly. Um, Rich, good point. Mazar's been great. Eight for 20. Short sample size. I need a little more than that. A little short. But if I get 50 plate appearances out of Mazar or 50 bats and, you know, he's hitting 300 and maybe he's hit a couple of home runs as well, um, we'd all take that. We would all take that. What do you guys think? Put it in the chat. Who's been the MVP other than Machado for the Padres this year? I'd love to see that in the chat, whether you're here live or on replay. And again, if you are here live, thank you for your support of this channel with the Supers. If you're here on replay, you can hit that thanks button. Please subscribe. We have year-round content for Padres fans. Uh, please make sure to smash the like button for us, and please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Um, let's see. What else do I have here in my notes for the evening? So we know about the Clevenger scratch. So, uh, But the Padres still with the six starters should be good. They should still be good. Um, no bullpen days coming, hopefully, this weekend for the Padres against the Rockies. Um, I did want to touch on Tatis, and I don't know if we talked about this on the wrap-up show or not. I don't think we did because the news came out yesterday. So he's going to get that CT scan. They keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Hopefully that means that when they finally give him this final CT scan, he's got the full clearance, and he's good to go, and he's able to swing the bat and ramp up for the big leagues. That's my speculation, as in, as opposed to push it, and they could have done it this week, they push it back to next week and say, you know what, at that point, hopefully he's – definitively 100% healed from this wrist injury and he begin begin the process of coming back to the big leagues. That's what I'm hoping. You know, next Monday is June 13th, even if it takes four weeks, which is probably long for someone like Tatis, even if it took four weeks, you'd be back early July. If it took three weeks, you could be back around July one or by July 4th. So, um, you know, I think it's good news overall, assuming we get the right result on June 13th, on Monday. And I guess we don't really know. I don't know what happens June 13th if the scan shows that he still has more healing to do. What do they do then? 
then it becomes a little concerning, I guess. But if it's June 13th and he can start swinging a bat and ramping up and he's eligible to come off the IL by July 1st, all things considered, it could have been a lot worse. And this team is 14 games over 500, not the opposite, not 14 games under 500, you know? All right, back to the super from Alex. Alex, thanks for hanging tonight. Thanks for all these supers tonight. Really do appreciate it. Thank you all for uh, the supers here tonight. Really do appreciate it. Um, so Alex says, if we beat up on these sub-500 teams, we should be at 60 wins or close to it by the break. With Tatis coming back, I would take it. So yeah, the break coming in late July. So there's still a lot of baseball between now and the break. Uh, they have 36 wins now. I mean, that would be an unbelievable first half, obviously. Uh, if they're pushing that number, they're probably in first place in the NL West. I mean, they could be in first place in the NL West as soon as tomorrow with two games. If they win twice and the Dodgers lose, you pick up a game and a half. So there's a game and a half on the line tomorrow, as many as a game and a half. Um, get a couple of wins and benefit from a Dodgers loss. But, of course, you can go a game and a half the other way, too. Um, that can happen as well. That can happen as well. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get. I don't even know where you complain right now. Again, maybe some health things, Clevenger, Myers, Hosmer's slump. It could be problematic. I think that could be problematic, but it, there's not a lot to really complain about at 36 and 22, which is among the better winning percentages in baseball right now. So thanks. Thanks again, Alex. Um, Gabe, thank you. And happy to pull this chat up, even if it is, even if it is obviously the comp competing radio station, and that's not a problem here on YouTube. So Preller saying on uh, 97.3 that he didn't get it this week because the doctor said having scans so close wouldn't show enough improvement. So uh, that makes sense. I mean, to go week to week on a scan, it's like, well, what kind of bone healing is occurring like over the course of like a day? So now I guess they go a couple of weeks and maybe that shows more healing of the bone. Um, so that makes sense from AJ Preller. And again, you'd rather be a day or two more cautious as opposed to the opposite. Because there's so much time. I mean, and they have them under contract for the next 13 years that you can't get into the semantics of we got to get them back tomorrow. I mean, if it takes an extra week, it takes an extra week. If it takes an extra two, it takes an extra two, especially the way this team is playing. Um, the way this team is playing at 36 and 22. I like this, Matthew. I like this a lot. Machado pacing to become just the 17th player to be halfway to 500 home runs, 3,000 hits before his 30th birthday. I mean, for me, if he stays healthy, he's a clear-cut first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, the only caveat there is how voters receive Machado. Um, but for me, he is a clear-cut first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't care if he wins an MVP or not. I don't care if he wins a World Series or not. I'm just thinking from a Hall of Fame perspective. I mean, I care from a Padres perspective. But from a Hall of Fame perspective, he will have done enough high 400 home runs, high 2,000 hits, gold glove caliber defense, tons of postseasons. That's enough. I mean, that's more than enough. You know, among the best is position for a ridiculous period of time. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, fast forward a decade and he's going to be, oh, 15 years. I think, you know, he, I think he's playing for another decade. I think in 15 years he's in the Hall of Fame and I think he's wearing a Padres hat in 15 years. I do in the Hall of Fame. I uh, do want to mention our partner over at Aura, ORA.organic. Great company with great products. San Diegan, their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan, a huge Padres fan. They have plant-based nutritional products. All of their products are plant-based, whether it's probiotics. They take their probiotic every single day, even here in my Airbnb, uh, for digestion, heart health, and mental clarity, and all these other reasons. Uh, their proteins are great. 
Uh, they have pre-workout supplements. Their omega-3 oils as well are great. They have immunity supplements and sleep pills as well. So whatever you need, um, it's a great way to support this channel because, again, their co-founder is a San Diego and they have offices in San Diego. There's a link down below. You can shop their products, ORA.organic. Click this Take the Quiz button. You're going to get 30% off your very first order. So browse the site, learn more about how they can help you improve your health here in 2022. All of their products, again, plant-based, click that Take the Quiz button. You will get 30% off your very first order. And again, there's a link down below for our friends at Aura. That is ORA.organic. All right, final couple of minutes. I feel like we've been doing this for like 60 hours, but that's probably more Jim's fault uh, than anything else. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, I think he becomes a reserve, you know, and I think they'll find ways to get him in. I think he, because he plays multiple positions, you can give Machado a blow at third when he DHs. So he'll get in there a couple times a week. He just won't play with this regularity. He just won't play with this regularity. That would be my guess. That would be my guess. Um, Carter, what are you talking about? One postseason in San Diego? Because he's got about, what, five in his career? He's taken Baltimore multiple times. He was in the postseason with the Dodgers. He's been in the postseason with the Padres. He'll be again. I think this will be his fifth or sixth postseason. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, and he's I mean, he's pacing for the best season of his career and one of the best seasons in like modern baseball history other than Mike Trout, if you have a 9 or 10 war season. Um, and it's not all with um, – it's not all with power. It's not. You know, he's, he's not going to hit 50 home runs. He's never been that hitter. He wasn't that hitter in Baltimore. Um, you know, he's a power hitter with gap-to-gap -gap power as well. And, you know, he can hit 35 home runs, but he's not going to hit 55. And there's very few players that do hit 55 in a season. I think Tatis is capable of hitting 50-plus in a year. But um, he wins games in a myriad of ways. Defensively, slug, on-base percentage, clutch hitting, right? Um, and he'll hit 30 home runs. Now, he's not pacing for 30 home runs right now because he gets to 10 at game 58. So he's pacing for just under 30 home runs. But he'll hit um, he'll hit 30 home runs. <laughs> Carter says he doesn't care about the other teams. I forgot. I mean, if you take Baltimore to the postseason, okay, take Baltimore to the postseason multiple times, I'll say three times maybe. Um, yeah, I'm with Axel. Put a C on his jersey, you know. Put a C on his jersey. I'm with you, Alex. I'm with you. You know, is he going to start a third in the All-Star game? He should. He should. There's no guarantee with Arenado. I mean, if he doesn't, then he'll be starting DH. Um, but that would be a damn shame, the way he's played this year and the way this team has played this year if he's not the starting third baseman. It's like, what do you have to do if you're Manny Machado? What do you have to do? Um, switch leagues with Nolan Arenado? Can Nolan Arenado end up in the American League? I don't know what else you do. Um, all right, guys. I appreciate you hanging out. I'm going to roll as it's uh, it's late. And uh, there's things to tend to back uh, <laughs> back here at the Airbnb. Um, but again, thank you for hanging out with us here tonight. We'll be back Sunday night. We'll announce the winner for the cap giveaway. Final hour to enter this cap giveaway. Again, there's a link down below. Uh, one of you is going to come away with this cap from Parks and Normal. We'll announce the winner on Sunday night. Please support our partners, all of them, whether it's Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, whether it's our buddies over at Aura or a newer sponsor, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Again, I'll put the number in the chat if you want to text him and say thank you for your support of the wrap-up show. I'll put the number right now in the chat. Also, take a screenshot, take a photo of that QR code on the right side of the screen, uh, and you'll get all of the information for Omar. And uh, he's the official mortgage provider now for the wrap-up show. So if you have any 
mortgage needs, whether you're buying your dream home or looking to save money on your debts, Omar can help you. You can call or text Omar for a free consultation. And Omar, welcome to the wrap-up show here in 2022. So again, Mark Nimitz, uh, if you have any insurance needs, there's a link down below for Mark. He can save you $750 on your insurance. Aura, you can save 30% off your very first order by clicking that Take the Quiz button. And again, Omar Sanchez, mortgage needs, get in contact with our buddy Aura by taking a photo of that QR code on the screen right now. All right, guys, I think I'm going to have a drink. All right, for Jim, theoretically, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show. We'll see you Sunday night. Thank you.